Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast Weekly Sermon Podcast. We want you to know that we're excited about our brand new church facility located on 1331 Cove Road in New Bedford, Massachusetts. We offer three service times for you to choose from. We have kids classes for all ages so parents can enjoy the service while kids learn about Jesus. We'd love to host you in person, Saturdays at 5 p.m. or Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Now, here's an encouraging word. This is John, one of the first disciples of Jesus, reflecting on the life of Jesus. He said in the very beginning, the living expression was already there. And the living expression was with God. Yet fully God. Together they were face to face in the very beginning. And through his creative inspiration, this living expression made all things. For nothing, for nothing has existence apart from him. Life came into being because of him. For his life is light for all humanity. And this living expression is the light that bursts through gloom, the light that darkness could not diminish. And that is Jesus, my friends. That is Jesus. You may be seated for a few minutes. Let me just share a few thoughts with you tonight around this concept of light. You know, when a preacher says a few minutes, we have, a, we have a tendency to fib, but it's just a reflection tonight, just some thoughts around this concept of light. How many of you guys are into decorating your home for Christmas? How many of you guys are like the full-blown decoration? How many of you guys are like me? You got nothing going on. Like, there's nothing going on. I'm, I'm the shame of my neighborhood. Hey, I want to show you my neighbor's yard. This is two houses down, literally two houses down from me. This is my neighbor right here. This is it. Okay. My neighbors win Christmas. Here's the thing, though. They don't just win Christmas. They win every single holiday. Like, my neighbors, I believe their calling in life is to decorate. They decorate for every single holiday and even the ones you don't pay attention to. They decorate for Columbus Day weekend. They decorate for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Right? They decorate for, like, give them a reason to decorate. They're out there. And to me, my friends, it's a lot of work. I mean, they spend hours. And I don't know how much money is in that yard right now. It's a lot of work. Right? But some people just are into it. And there's something cool about this time of the year where we, we go out of our way to even go to neighborhoods, right, where people decorate because it's really cool to see people, I don't know what's going on with my microphone over here, um, to see people really get into it. And I don't know if you guys have done this, but sometimes we take the kids and we go to certain neighborhoods because we're like, these are the neighborhoods where people have a lot of time in their hand. <laughs> and we're going to go in and, and, and appreciate all their lights. Because every year my kids are like, Dad, I'm like, maybe next year. <laughs> Dad ain't got that kind of time or that kind of budget. 
um, <laughs> for extra lights. But it's awesome because light is what the Bible relates to Jesus. It says he is the light that came into the world. So this is our way to try to somehow reflect this reality of light, that we need light, that light is so critical to life, and that the reality is that Jesus is the light of the world. I think we can all agree that the world could be a dark place at times, right? Just watch the news any given day. We see darkness, right? And sometimes it can be overwhelming. You know, the Bible talks about darkness in two ways. The Bible talks about darkness in, in terms of evil, but also in terms of ignorance. Like the world is filled with ignorance. Why? Because darkness will make you do ignorant things. Right? When you're in the dark, there's a lot of things you don't do right. Right? And so this is how the, the Bible equates this darkness. So the Bible is literally saying that we are in darkness, that we need a light to come and shine on us, right? Because it's not just a outward darkness, but there's an inward darkness that is rooted in humanity and we need light. See, we rely on light way more than we know. Indirectly, indirectly. Think about it, right? None of us would be here right now without the light of the sun. Without the sun, this place would freeze over. We need light way more than we know. Like the sun is not just giving you life, but it's giving everything around you life. Like without the sun, there's no oxygen because the sun feeds the plants and the plants feeds you. You see how everything is connected to light? Like you can't have, like the moon doesn't have any light. The moon only reflects the light of the sun. Now think about that in a spiritual sense. We have no light. We only reflect the light of the S-O-N in us. You ever look at, if you look at pictures of the moon, it's just this really ugly rock. It really is, right? But when the sun is hitting the moon, man, that thing is beautiful. Now think about that spiritually speaking. You're just an ugly. But with the right light. That's why it takes some people 20, 30, 40 minutes to post a picture. Because the right filter will do a lot of work for you. And then you see the person in person, you're like, you're the moon. The filter was the light. Don't elbow anybody. But we rely on the light. You know, another thing that light's so critical for is that light is what exposes the truth. Right? How many times, if you're watching a movie, especially those court trial movies, they're like, we're going to bring this stuff to light. Right? Or how many times something has happened to you, you're like, sooner or later, the truth will come out. Right? Light is a reflection of truth. You know what's interesting? The Bible says we kind of feeling our way towards God, stumbling our way towards God. Because sometimes in the dark, that's what you do, isn't it? You stumble away towards stuff. Have you ever tried to get up in the middle of the night and stumble your way to the bathroom? Where you're like half dead, half alive, right? Or worst, have you ever been in the dark and you saw things that weren't really there? I know we're all adults, but have you ever 
confuse a curtain for a person? How many of you guys swear someone was in your room because it was dark, right? And you had to put on the light to expose the light of the darkness. Because light will show you the truth. And that's why Jesus said, is the truth that will set you free from darkness, right? So we need light. We can't live without light. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, we need light to be shed on us at all times, right? You can't see the sun right now, but it's still affecting you. Isn't that amazing? The sun is still at work right now as we speak. And I don't just mean the S-U-N, I mean the S-O-N is still at work in your life as we speak. Right? Another thing that light does is light affects moods. Did you know this? I was just reading a, a recent research that they're doing on the different types of lights that can affect different diseases. They're saying a certain light right now is helping people get cured from migraines. Right? Light, light is powerful. It does so many things. And one of the things it does is it sets the right mood. Right? You ever, you know, try to take someone on a date, what do you do? You want to set the mood. And light is a big part of setting the right mood, right? You ever been in school and you felt like you're under surgery because the room is just not conducive for learning? You just feel like you're in a surgery room and that teacher is about to cut you open with her boredom of life? <laughs> like light makes a huge difference. That's why we use a lot of light here, right? To create a certain mood, to create a certain feel because light plays a role in how you feel inwardly. Think about that. Light affects your mood. When you go to the movies, you don't want to be sitting next to that obnoxious kid that keeps popping up his phone with the light and taking away from what the movie is happening. And so think about that. If light affects the mood, how much more would you say if the light of the world came into your life, how much more would your mood be affected for the better if the S-O-N... I don't know if you've been tracking, but I love to follow society because we have to be in the cusp of society. We have to know what's going on. But how many of you guys have been following this spiritual awakening of Kanye West? But listen, regardless of how you feel about the guy, here's my point. My point is this. I want you, go do, go do this research. Go look at Kanye before last year and Kanye this year. Not the music. I'm talking about his demeanor. Right? The guy is actually happy. Why? Because the S-O-N has entered. Light is in there. Right? And, and I, would, I would guarantee you this, that your life is different when Jesus enters it. I guarantee you, you smile more now. Right? And if you're not smiling more, you got to ask the question, is light really shining? Because what, listen, you can't even help it. Like once it gets in you, here's the thing. Here's where we miss it because we think we need something outwardly to bring that inward shine. But this is an inside-out work, right? Because you've seen people who have done everything outwardly and still can't get that shine inwardly. Why? Because there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness means I have to always have something to happen to make me happy. Joy is the fruit of the Spirit of God in me that produces life out of me. So you see what Jesus says, when I enter the scene, I bring myself into it. 
It's like it's impossible to meet Jesus and still be angry about life. You know, you could be religious and be angry about life. It's a big difference. But when you meet the light of the world, the joy of the world, the peace of the world, the, the, the grace of the world, then there's no way. Like, something's got to give. Something gives when you turn on the light. Like, the room never looks the same once you turn it on. Like, if you have it off, that's on you. But when you put it on, it really does bring life into a room. Can you say amen? My friends, the other thing that light does is that light sometimes exposes things. You ever been in a dark place for a while, you come out and you feel like you've just been blinded by the light? I used to feel that way when I used to be a high school teacher because my room had no windows. So I would be in there for like eight hours and I'd come out and be like, I just got out of jail. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes what light does is that light exposes things. That's what's interesting about Jesus. There's always mixed reactions about Jesus because when Jesus comes on the scene, he also brings exposure. And not everybody wants to be exposed. What? And it makes you, in a sense, repel light if you don't want to be exposed to it. You're like, get, get it away from me. You ever been so tired that people keep putting the light on. You're like, ah, stop it. You know, spiritually speaking, so many of us are sleeping, and when the light comes on, it feels very uncomfortable. And that's why you see sometimes such a weird experience with Jesus where someone will run to Jesus and some people run away from Jesus. Why? Because it does expose some things. And so let me leave you with this. John goes on to say this. In verse 10, you can put up that last verse. He says this, look, he enter into the very world he created, yet the world was unaware. He came to the very people he created, to those who should have recognized him, but they did not receive him. But to those who embraced him and took hold of his name were given authority to become children of God. So my friends, this light has a catch to it. Some are repelled by it and some are attracted to it. It all depends on the level of exposure you want to have in your life. Because it's a gift that comes with exposure. Imagine this. Imagine this, this Christmas. Someone gives you a gift and it's wrapped and you open the gift and it's a book. And that book, the title of the book is How Not To Be Rude. <laughs> How would you take that gift? You would say, you're trying to tell me something. And your response would be, I'm not rude. <laughs> it's a gift, but that gift is exposing something. Right? Oh, what if someone gives you a gift card this Christmas, but the gift card is to a gym. You'd be like, thank you. But it's a gift that comes with a certain exposure that says there is an attachment to this. My friends, in order to receive the gift of light, you have to first admit that you are in the dark. 
Because it only works if you understand that there's an off and an on. Right? And so Jesus' gift is for everyone, but not everyone is willing to admit that they have to drop something in order to pick up something. Think about it. If your hands are full, I'm trying to give you something you can't receive. So there has to be this exchange that happens in this moment when I encounter light is that I want to submit something in order to pick up something. And what do I have to submit? I have to submit the reality that I fall short of God's grace and mercy, that I am part of the problem. I think, I was sharing this in the prison today. I think one of the greatest revelations in life, the greatest revelation in life, I go to the grave with this, is the day that I get to the place to say, I am the problem. It's not the government, it's not my husband, it's not my wife, it's not my kids, it's not this, it's not that. I am the, it's the greatest revelation. It's not the church, you know, it's me. And, and my friends, that's the catch. The moment you can say that, the moment light can invade. And then, and then light can shine. Because now your imperfections are only seen in light of the light. There's a great song we used to sing way back in the days. But it says, I want to shine like the moon. But remember, the moon has no shine. It says, I want to shine like the moon, just a reflection of the sun. That's what he does when he enters your life. Yeah, you have cracks. You have, you have all your imperfections, but the light is here. And once the light is here, he's here to stay. And he doesn't want to leave you the same. He wants to transform you and make you more like himself. So my friends, as I end today, Christmas was never meant to be a holiday. That wasn't the point. Christmas was meant to be a shift in perspective of living. That now, light is here now. I don't have to live in the dark. I don't have to live in ignorance. I can live in freedom. I can live in grace. I can live in peace. I can live in hope. I can live in Jesus. You have to understand the word eternal life is not going to heaven. That we get this wrong. It's too bad. It's religion. You know, die and go to heaven. No. The word eternal life means like the moment I accept this light into my life, I have eternal life. Because eternal life is about perspective. Here's what God does in the moment when he enters your life. He severs you from your past. He gives you focus for the present. And he knows your future is secure in him. That's what happens. Anytime you put on the light, you're always going to know where you're going next. That's why the Bible says your word is a lamp to my feet and light to my path. Because as long as I'm following you, there's always light that's going to keep tracking me and leading me. So I pray tonight that you're not repelled by the light. I pray you are one of those people that embraces the light. It says, go ahead, expose, heal, restore, whatever you got to do, just don't leave me in the dark. Can you say amen? Would you stand with me as we pray tonight? You know, we never like to close our service without giving you the chance to allow Jesus to come in. You know, darkness looks different for everybody. For some people, it's the darkness of depression. For some people, it's, it's the darkness of isolation. Some people, it's the darkness of greed or the darkness of lust and the darkness of comparisons. We all have our cracks. So it's not about comparison. It's about embracing and saying, Lord, I want you to come invade my darkness 
invade my mind, invade my heart, invade my soul. I want light. I want to be one of those people who shine brightly in a generation that's filled with darkness. So would you join me in praying tonight with every head bowed and eyes closed. We, we do that just to reflect on our own selves so we're not focused on anybody else. But if you're here tonight and you're like, man, you're, I feel like you're talking to me. I want this light. I want this hope. I want this forgiveness. You know, Jesus' ultimate goal, he said, my number one goal is to forgive because we carry so much weight, so much guilt, so much frustration, so much regret. And he's like, the first thing I want to do is to forgive you of your sins and set you free. So tonight, my friends, with every head bowed, eyes closed, I want to pray for those who are like, that's me. You're talking to me. I need this in my life. I need this light. I need Jesus. I need forgiveness. I need healing. And I believe the Spirit of God is right here, right now, ready to come into you, invade you. So if that's you, if I'm talking to you, do me a favor so I know who I'm talking to. Where you are, just all you have to do is lift your hand and say, pray for me. I see you. I see you. I see you. Anyone else before I pray? Don't miss this opportunity to make Jesus Christ the light of your world. Let him come in. Let him invade you. Let him do a new thing in your life. Anyone else before I pray? So many hands. Thank you, Lord. Would you pray with me? We're all going to pray, especially you guys who raise your hand. Pray this from your heart. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, he will come in into your life right now, right this moment. Eternity begins right the moment you open your mouth and invite him in. So pray with me. Say, Father, tonight I'm ready. I want Jesus. I want light. I want forgiveness. I want grace. I want mercy. Oh, I want you, Lord. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Invade me, Lord. Every part of me. Bring your truth. Oh, bring your joy. Bring your peace. Bring your mercy. Lord, live here in me and through me. Today, I am yours. My life is yours. My future is in your hands. Fill me with your spirit. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. We hope this talk has encouraged and challenged you. If it was helpful, share with a friend. And for more information, visit our website at newlifesouthcoast.com. Until next time, have a blessed week.